0: who were preacher fans The only dudes who could ever teach me Were some guys who were preacher fans Yes they were, they were Oh yes they were That's a podcast theme right there
1: Welcome to the final installment of Church for the year. That's it. it. We're going to wrap up Church. <laughs> That's how Church works. <laughs> I'm, I'm Alex. Only go for a little bit. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we are going to be talking about the season three finale Ooh-ee. of Preacher. It's finally here after ten long weeks. Our nightmare is over, right? What are you talking about? Jesus. Oh, my God. I'm so glad. No, no. This is a great season of
0: Preacher. Now, Pete, uh, isn't this, of all the TV shows we watch and the podcasts we do, this is the show you like, the most.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely is. It's definitely one of them uh, that I like the <laughs> most. Uh, <laughs> Why are you well, walking American, that back? Well, yeah. American Gods is really good too. I would say that's my second favorite. Oh, okay, okay, what about Legion? Legion's also really good. Yeah, oh, Riverdale. Riverdale. No, like oh, damn it, you're right. I do like Riverdale. Bob, uh, let's Preacher. not forget Krypton. No, that's my least favorite. Um, yeah, so there's is fine. six
1: podcasts that we do about TV shows, this is definitely in the top six, you would
2: say. No, this is number one, and then there's two and close to Oh, me. boy, this is great.
1: Let's keep talking about this and keep ranking <laughs> other TV yeah. shows instead of talking about the season finale
2: of Preacher. Um,
1: we'll talk about what we're, we thought about the season overall, what we think might happen next season, as well as recapping yeah. the episode. But first, Let's recap what brought us to this point, because this is a lot of big, epic conclusions. Three storylines running. One of them is Jesse Custer went back to his home of Angelville, Tussled up with Grandma, the lady who eats souls, who runs the place. Uh, yeah. TC, who likes to have sex with animals. That's pretty much it. <laughs> what a defining quality to have. Yes, and Jody, who is a big dude who killed his dad. And, we uh,
0: learned in this episode.
1: No, no, no. We we knew that. Did for we a know well. that? I think we. Did we officially know that? I don't this? know
0: if we officially knew that. Before. It felt okay. like hype before, and this felt real. So that's what's going on with Jesse.
1: And then we have two other plot lines. Cassidy has been down in New Orleans hanging out with a coven of vampires. the He got accused of killing a bunch of vampires. It was actually his Lestat friend, who is not having that name, but... Uh,
0: we, we do call him that, though. Yeah, I feel we like do. we've officially just yeah, decided Lestat that. Yeah, Lestat friend.
1: Uh, it captured him... Stap- not stapled to him, Crucified him On a wall I don't know why I liked the word
0: Crucified, crucified No stapled a
1: wall. is nice It's yeah. a nice
0: more Everyday casual Crucifixion
1: Well like Jesus got stapled
0: On the cross <laughs> Yeah I think they Used some 3M staples <laughs> uh, uh, They were actually Stolen from an office huh. no, no one talks about that huh. But they were that's,
1: stolen It's pretty funny yeah. That's good I mean I'm Jewish So I wouldn't really Know those details <laughs> Believe me
0: You know more about it Than I do Alright fair <laughs> enough
1: uh, Anyway so he's been Hanging around there uh, Sunlight slowly Thanks encroaching on him. We'll get back to that in a second. And Tulip is literally being taken to hell on a bus, along with the Saint of Killers. A dude who kills people. Uh, The Angel of Death, I think you can figure that one out. A dude named Eugene who has a horrible face. We call him Arseface. And Hitler and Hitler had, <laughs> And well Hitler. Hitler, the actual Hitler, who people think on Earth is called David Hilter, he had started a new Reich based on people who worked around his subway sandwich shop. And they had used a tag to blow up the bus and stop it at the end of the last episode. So that's where we are leading into this. A couple more details we'll probably get to as we go through. But first, we start with a flashback to little Jesse. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about the sequence? I thought there were a couple of interesting details here.
0: Uh, yeah, I thought this was really nice. Uh, seeing young Jesse and realizing the how close he's come to killing grandma before and yeah. like really putting a fine point on their fraught relationship. My favorite part, though, is we see God and the devil uh, yeah. sort of just like in Jesse's life that all the way really back then. That was really cool and well, really done. well done. It
2: was like a, a little moment, but it was so powerful and also kind of led to, like, I thought, like a real badass Uh, moment right before the title sequence Uh, well uh, let's talk about the god and devil thing because i do think that's an interesting detail we
1: uh, in a certain way it's presaging the fact that we do see god later on in the episode we do see satan later on in the episode so that's teasing that and teeing that up Mm -hmm. but do you think since this is painted somewhat as jesse's memories is that how he's remembering it or were they actually there
0: uh, it's interesting. I took it as they were actually there, observing, almost like the Watcher from uh, Marvel Comics. Uh, they're there because Jesse is an important figure in all of these lives.
2: Yeah. And uh, it was also cool to see other people pray next to weapons. I didn't know I was th- if I was the only one who did that, so it was nice to see somebody else. That's today. a really terrifying thing you just, just said. What <laughs> weapons are you praying next to? Uh, I don't want to get into all of them that I pray next to. Great. Okay. Cool. That's real cool, dude. Uh,
0: So the badass moment you're talking about
1: is Jesse does finally walk out of Angelville, and we see the black and white of this flashback crossover with the color version of Jesse as he is older walking in. Um, And, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool visual as they cross back and forth. It was was so so
2: badass and amazing. I I was very excited. Can I I, tell you the stupid thought that
1: went through my head? uh, The stupid thought was like, oh, man, how did they do that with young Jesse and old
2: Jesse? <laughs> I see at <it> the scene. <laughs> awesome. Gotcha, man. Yeah. You're
0: really into the story. I was into the story. That's great. That's why they have different actors play them. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, I also thought that made me feel like it was all that God and the devil were pre- like as if time is uh, is all been flattened out for the sake of this moment because that's how important it is
2: also they took time to reiterate how horrible of a person grandma is I mean she's basically talking about how she killed Jesse's mom right in front of him and like in detail which was I, I
1: think that's a good point I, I mean a lot of what this episode is doing is reminding us of the stakes of each character's personal journey because so much has happened over the past season so yep. um, So to get that reminder that she did literally physically herself kill his mom, that she engineered, orchestrated the death of his dad.
0: um, Ate his mom's soul. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, that's, Um, I feel like, one of the minor
2: offenses, to be honest. Right. But like... I, I just the the not only was the shot beautiful, with the black and white of the Jesse's timelines conversing, but also just the way they kind of casually like threw jabs at each other like you should have killed her. And he was young. Jesse was like, now you're now's your chance. Like it was such a ah, oh, you him kiss, right? What? Yeah. Don't yeah, ruin dude. a great moment, dude. Man,
0: what do if you walk past young Pete? What would you what would you throw at that dude?
2: <laughs> there was there's almost too much. We would have to stop and have a long conversation. Would We'd you stop. kiss? No. Why do you keep wanting people to I kiss? Because well, I think he's would betraying. Would you go back in time and kiss yourself? He wants Jeez. to kiss his younger son What? Self. what? <laughs> What?
0: Kids. No. Uh, I hate to tell you, Alex, but I have your younger self right here behind <laughs> that door. It's smooching time. Oh, man. It's like a dating show from
1: hell. <laughs> <laughs> so how do we want to handle this? We want to talk about each individual storyline yeah. and walk through them. They uh, do sort of uh, deviate. Yes, very much so. Uh, we talked about this on the last episode of the podcast, how they were going to bring everything together. And the answer is not really. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is an interesting choice for the finale to keep all of the characters separated from each other for the large majority, I think, except for probably two scenes, you could argue, where they're together in any particular way. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting choice. Uh, Why don't we talk about Cassidy's storyline first? How about that? So Cassidy has been stapled to the wall, as we've already established, but he gets a second chance because Lestatu comes in and says, listen, have you decided to repent? I really want to have you on my side.
2: And I, I think part of the reason he makes that move is because his... His kind of coven uh, uh, is sad about Cassidy. They
0: like him. They're having yeah. like an awkward lunch. Right. right. Just like moping around the house. Yeah.
2: And so he goes, all right, I'll go talk to Cassidy.
0: Yeah. I think he honestly does like Cassidy.
1: We walk yeah, who back doesn't and forth like about Cassidy. that. Right. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as much as... As much as, you know, he tried to pretend that he was a wonderful time and just engaging in pleasure constantly, we saw he had these very repetitive habits that he performed Mm. over and over and over. He wasn't doing anything new like Cassidy, who is constantly experimenting with everything. So I think that became exciting to him—the idea that he could break out of his habits, could find something new in this world that otherwise had completely bored
0: him—and like he could become a better vampire. Like he sees him be so super powerful, he's like, "Oh, maybe I'm just not trying hard." Yeah, and this is his chance, maybe. But it turns out that's not how he's—he's he's not trying hard. He's eating people.
1: Right, exactly. So he does free Cassidy. They share a drink. I thought that was a pretty cute moment yeah. as well. Uh, and then they go back in and they decide to throw a party. Big old party, except there's a little bit of a twist here. Turns out there was some information left out the previous episode, where the grandma type actually got bitten by Cassidy. Now the way this gets revealed, we see that the grandma volunteers to get bitten by Cassidy. Cassidy offers to the stat dude and says, "Hey, why don't you know? We both do it together. What do you think about a menage Um, a trois?" And they go over, find out her neck has already been bitten, and that's when it gets revealed that he actually bit her after she called all of the vampires that uh, reportedly had been sent out as emissaries but really had been eaten by Lestat dude. Uh, and then she bit everybody else, so they were all actual vampires. Yep. And then they proceed to eat him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, well, they just
0: Ravage him.
1: Were you sad about that? Were you sad to see this character go? Or mm-hmm. No, I fine? thought
0: this was really well done. I liked the reveal of the grandma as the vampire... Uh, the old lady that is and uh, the way they took him down I thought was really really well done really cool
1: yeah I thought that was great Uh, and he ends up being dusted Cassidy ultimately is clearly very sad about it he's packing this unicorn bong which
2: is a present from it's a pipe it's not a bong oh wow (laughs) what's the difference don't Bongs oh, are can. tall, and they have water, and like you can do... Water's the real difference. Yeah, but pipe is just very small. But they're both for smoking marijuana,
1: right?
0: Sure. Great.
1: <laughs> so it's basically the same thing. But, oh, but it's wow.
0: Not, so you're
2: offending Pete. I mean, it's not... you know. Pete's a pro. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, uh, can you show me? <laughs> I I don't think... I mean, Johnson I'd love have to have
1: buy some, some marijuana one. off you if you <laughs> have, have any. I don't have any for sale. You no, know, but the like, you have some, is there... Can I purchase them? No. I'm not going to. This, this is getting weird. This yeah. is like... How l-
0: much do you sell your drugs for? It's like late 30s Jump Street.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got undercover as a podcaster. I'm actually 70 years
0: old. Yeah. Wow. That checks out. That checks out. That's like a reverse after-school special.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, anyway, so uh, he's packing his pi- unicorn pipe that he's got as a gift from Lestat Dude. Pretty sad about it. Uh, he's sitting there when he gets a call from Tulip. We'll loop back to that in a second. Uh, but he gets a, t- a call from Tulip. That was really emotional, that yeah, call he had with it Tulip. it was cool. That was very well done. Uh, Cassidy has felt completely, I- increasingly isolated and alone over the course of not just this season, but I think... I would argue the past two seasons. I think so. Mm-hmm. And to it's, get that call from Tulip at that exact time is pretty heartbreaking. And for it was
0: sad, bit. like he wanted to tell her he loved her, and I, I mean, he's his feelings for Tulip have made he and Jesse stop getting along, and that's been running through the last two seasons as well. Right. Yep.
1: And I think he knows that. He knows if he told Tulip that. That's not going to be the right thing to do at that time. He knows
0: he's probably going to lose that fight because Tulip has an on-again, off-again romance with Jesse Custard.
2: Stop that. (laughs) They are together. They're, not, they're
0: literally not together. Yes, they are. They are physically separated, and they that haven't been mean, together. Just
2: because someone's in a different place than you doesn't mean they're not still together. No, whenever if my you, wife and
0: I are in different rooms, we're not together. That's not like true. I'm single right now.
1: No, that's not <laughs> yeah. true. It's Can I uh, offer you any escorts <laughs> of yeah. any sort? Would you like <laughs> to rent one uh, of the escorts uh, no, from me? 21 Fox Tree. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, am I doing this right? I think, I think I you're supposed to offer me actually. Ex- yeah, it's ex- ex- something. Ex- all right. I'll figure it out <laughs> yeah. I'll figure it out Down at the station Yeah, cool Oh, that's Now you've admitted You're a cop Ah, crap uh, I'm real bad at this So he uh, The call does end Because Hoover shows up Hoover uh, Who's cool now Who's cool yeah, now that's Who's agent very Not funny. that cool that was a uh, Agent to the grail uh, He got turned into a vampire Cassidy helped him escape He comes down Asks them where the party is Everybody's Yay, Hoover uh, Very hilarious uh, And then he offers a present Which is an umbrella uh, the reason is the Grail is literally stealing the building from over them in order to expose everybody to sunlight. Hoover is saving Cassidy for a reason that we learned out later, learn later. Uh, and uh, this is a pretty horrifying sequence of watching everybody burn. But you were a little disappointed, right, Pete?
2: Yeah, because I thought they did it better in the, in the graphic novel than they How did. does it play out in the graphic
1: novel? And we should mention if you're there, in case you're a first time listener to the podcast, Pete and I have read the graphic novel. Pete is way more in, intimately familiar with it than I am. Uh, Justin has not
2: read it correct right well, I just before it was the vampires were all like Cassie took this stand like in the beginning of the relationship where you guys are all posers and you're all fakes, and in the graphic novel, he murders them all and uh And this, it was the grail. Oh, I think it's better that the grail did it. Uh, I disagree with you.
1: Yeah, I was actually expecting him, based on the graphic novel, to see him kill everybody, to reveal that at some point. But I agree with Justin. I actually like how they did this in the TV show. I think them literally ripping the building off over them is pretty
2: cool. It is cool, and it also shows the power of the grail, because sometimes you think the grail is powerful, and sometimes you're like, it just is three dudes. Yeah. So, like... This really kind of shows, and especially at the end of the uh, episode, you really see the kind of power that the Grill has.
0: Yeah, and now because Hare Star is in charge of the Grill with the death of Father last episode,
2: but, um, he's very powerful. Right, but what I'm worried about is I know something's coming when it comes to Cassidy that if they're making Cassidy seem nice, I'm worried about maybe they might change a big kind of thing that's in the graphic. I, don't, I know what you're talking about, but I don't think they will.
0: I, I mean i think if the way they did this whole vampire storyline cassidy was very much like in an emotional place and it was an emotional storyline if he turned around and killed all those other like new vampires i would have been like what it wouldn't have made sense to me right so i really like the way this played out and it also sets up the grail who kidnapped cassidy with some um whale uh, tranquilizer which was fun very fun that was uh, fun. uh and they've captured him, I think it's setting us up for next season in a great way.
2: But what you're what you you got a group of individuals that you liked. You liked the mother who was doing that thing, but in the graphic novel, they were all assholes the whole time. So it's this really awesome moment when he murders them yeah. all because they're all horrible people. But
0: I would argue this was a different storyline from the jump then. Right because they're all seeming seemingly sort of nice. Great.
1: So they take Cassidy uh, and Tulip shows up just too late to save him, mm-hmm. but she does find out for the two remaining vampires, the old lady vampire and the uh, Ratty haired metal loving, probably, vampire. Yeah, the wolf <laughs> vampire. yeah, wolf metal, shirt, yeah, metal vampire, metal loving. Uh, who, I'm definitely an arc, uh, who were hanging <laughs> out in, in coffins. That's how they survived. They tell her immediately, uh, that Featherstone and her star I mean, they don't use those words, but Featherstone and her star have taken her, um, so they know where he is. But it's going.
2: weird because Cassie was like, or not Cassie, was like, God, you know,
0: yeah, like when are these people going to get out of our hair? Not
2: going to happen, yeah, yeah. but Art also hair yeah uh, oh, okay ooh, nice, uh, but Thank also you. Tulip knew who did it because she was on the phone, he was like his last words were like, "Oh, well, not his last words, but he was like, "Oh, hoover's here," so she knew. It was so right. Yeah. 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 She could have figured it out yeah. anyway. All
1: right. Let's loop back. Talk about Tulip's storyline now. So as we mentioned, everybody's lying in the bus being attacked by the fourth Reich, I guess. Something uh, yeah. like that. Why not? The shitty Reich? Yeah, the shitty okay. Reich. Uh, the and JV Reich. Yes. Um, this, I got to say, was pretty surprising to me. We were wondering at the end of last episode whether this was Nazis in hell and we were in some sort of purgatory. Were we in the real world? What exactly was going on? Uh, and it turns out it actually is the people that David Hilter has organized into his new SS, all dressed up as Nazis, complete with a make America great again, hat. One of them was wearing,
2: yeah, not too subtle. Um, I This was really uncomfortable. Uh, why was it uncomfortable to you, Pete? To see like Nazis again on American soil it was very uncomfortable. I was like... Hey,
1: read a newspaper.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just like, God damn it, man. This is fucking heartbreaking that this is real. Well, to me, more from a plot perspective, it was surprising. Because what
1: I took away from the Subway sandwich thing was... They were just regular people, and he was kind of doing the whole Nazi thing again, mm-hmm. but that they were like, yep, we're Nazis, we're 100%, we're dressed in the uniforms, we got tanks. we got the symbol, we got everything,
0: was surprising to me. That, to me, feels like a response to modern America that they did for that, because that's not in the comic. No. Yeah, so that feels like a... Uh Purposeful take on modern American culture, where yes. there are uh, like white nationalists organized and marching uh, in the country, and and access to military grade weaponry is another problem in the country. And see, I think they combined those things and made it made it that way. Yeah, which cool, I, uh,
1: I mean, it makes sense. I, it was just it was a leap to
2: me. Because cool, I thought not the word I would use.
0: It's cool that they incorporated these frightening things from our real lives into this show, which is so heightened. Mm-hmm. It fit the fact that that idea which is real in our country fits with a show that is this crazy heightened <laughs> is fucked up and it's interesting. It right. makes me think about it in that way.
2: Right, but saying word cool is what's like I don't think that's cool. It's, I don't mean I'm cool a supporter. I mean. <laughs> Put your torts down, dude. Jesus. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I guess uh, my point was just that uh, I thought they were going for a different joke than
0: the joke yeah. that they went for. I think that's that's correct. I, yeah. I think they did change it for yes, the second. Exactly. The, but that's
1: fine, because those people are not very long for this world or going to be around at any point in the future.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: I also really it was very satisfying to see Tulip like fight nazis that was great
0: yeah we get some fights between tulip and the nazi uh eugene uh, is fighting uh H- hitler in the bus uh because he want that uh, what doesn't want him to escape mm-hmm. and then we get this moment where um the saint of killers is underneath this tank and the tank fires a he got cut in half by the tank this yeah. is
1: basically the angel of death after the two of them fight the new nazis and proceed to slaughter All of them. Yeah. She taunts him about the crows that ate out his daughter's eyes. uh, That
2: was a fucked up line. And then
1: essentially tricks him into falling under a tank where he gets sliced in half. So he proceeds to try to blow up the tank, at which point God shows up and we pause.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, – ma- what was weird was like the graphics where they were killing all the Nazis looked pretty bad. They just kind of did like the smoky outline yeah. thing. And I was like, oh, guys, we can't do any better than that. But the the kind of uh, – the s- graphics for the frozen bullet, like tank bullet, was pretty awesome. So yeah.
1: here, here's my theory about what was going on this episode because there was actually a lot of big scenes of violence that happened right off screen. I think they were playing with the budget a little. Like, I think yeah. there were certain shots, like the last shot of the episode in particular, like that frozen bullet shot, where they started, decided, made a very specific decision to push the budget towards that, yeah. and for other sh- shots, go a little artier, like yeah. with the shadows of the Nazis. I think that was a way of not actually having a big battle,
0: but still making it look interesting. I, 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 think I, think I actually a good liked choice. how it looked. Yeah, I agree. Really. Um, so we get this God and Tulip conversation. What do mm-hmm. you guys think of that? They get into like then he's lifting the curse on her family, mm-hmm. and uh, well, he says
2: he was gonna, but she's yeah. basically spits in his face and is like, "Fuck you." Yeah, they have a they disagree.
0: He talks about free will. Mm-hmm. I again, I thought this was uh,
1: came off in a different way than I thought we were going for. That yeah, I've all, all felt all along. And I don't think this totally defeats that, but that God doesn't actually have a plan and he doesn't know what he's doing. He's right away. Uh, and He, he just, just wants to
0: live his life as a, a sexual human dog. Exactly. Zach like, like, used
2: to fuck you man
0: hashtag beat the poodles Wow, you're a fucking, really came came at the end of the fucking piece yeah. of shit man <laughs> uh,
1: and, uh, but I think in this episode what I took away was the implication that he does
2: maybe actually have a well, no, because that conversation to me clearly says that he doesn't because if he knows what's going to happen he knows you try to have a conversation with Tulip she's not going to be like oh yeah sure god whatever you want I'll just do that I'll tell Jesse to stop chasing you sure I can convince him unless of this. that's part of his plan
0: but he, I think what it shows is that God doesn't – I think he doesn't have a plan, and he's just another faction in this whole big thing. Like Satan, like we learn later um, about uh, some things that happen to the saint of killers, like uh, that God is just, like, fucking around, and he is a has a certain amount of power and is just part of this big – uh, power struggle Yeah
1: I do like uh, This has been a very subtle Running joke But every time we
2: see God He has a new lady On the back of his motorcycle Yeah, yeah. I also joke. Re- really love that bit Where like She walks up to me And he's like I see you there. Just give me a Yeah, bite. That was really funny. Yeah. Very fun.
1: I think uh, they called it a couple of episodes back. This is just God's midlife crisis. That's basically what's going <laughs> on. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Tulip, as we mentioned, says, screw you, God, forget it. But then hears that Cass is in trouble and decides to start heading down anyway to go help him out. That loops back to the scenes we talked about before. Uh, and then after she finds Cass missing, goes to go pick up Jesse on the way, has a very funny text conversation with him. Oh, that was so Such a funny
0: little interlude. We only see on screen. Yeah, just so really well done. Yeah, Yeah. we got to see
1: a thumbs up emoji for after (laughs) Jesse tells her that he's going to go kill Grandma, Uh, and yeah, and then she ends up picking him up at the end, and presumably they're going to go head off to go save Cassidy
0: from the fate we'll get to in a moment. And that was
2: (laughs) such a great, powerful scene to see the love that they have for each other. Yeah, they're on
0: again, off again. Feels like
2: it's on right now. They're on. They're. A solid duo that's never on and off again, okay? You think that for some weird reason. P- I think you they need are to together, save right? the drama
0: for your mama and really take a look Stop at this relationship. Stop trying to
2: push your Cassidy-Tulip agenda. Realize that that's not going to happen because these two are very strong together. I'm a I'm a Jesse shipper
0: well, Yeah, well, yeah. yeah You yeah. want
1: Jesse and Cassidy? Yeah. Could happen. Could happen. Anything could happen on the show.
0: That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Alex's uh, younger self could walk in and kiss Jesse right on the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I also ship uh, Satan of Killers. Yeah. (laughs) He's yes. like, making words sound like. Uh, let's follow the Saint of Killers. <laughs> well said. And well Eugene, said well. <laughs> Eugene's storyline. Uh, so after Tulip leaves, the Saint of Killers uh, kills uh, Satan assistant, Satan's assistant. He takes her eyes he out. He takes
1: her eyes out, basically as Vengeance Like the crows. crows. So yeah. he blows up the tank, reconstitutes himself, comes up, takes her eyes out, takes them all back to hell where Satan is. Uh, and Satan thanks him, knocks over Eugene. And Saint of Colors is like You shouldn't have done that But Yeah Takes his gun back anyway Takes his sword back Uh, We see the angel of death Has no eyeballs anymore So she's kind of Bagging around the office A little bit Very funny Uh, Hitler stands at the quarter Out of the way Eugene tells Satan That he has a chance To be a better man
0: I love like Eugene tries to Like Turn Satan to Jesus Yeah Very funny Uh, Eugene's just a nice guy (laughs) And uh, watching this episode Like It really hit me where Eugene was banished to hell Totally by accident by Jesse And he's had this like Three season long nightmare journey um, That he's never Nothing good has happened for him
1: yeah. And uh, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but at the end of the episode, Saint of Killers heads off to kill Jesse. Yeah. And uh Eugene is gonna head with him and he gives us all speech about like, wait, the guy who sent me to hell, the guy who just left me here, I'm coming with you. Yeah. I think there's something missing there. I think he's coming with him to be like,
0: I forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I like the implication that maybe Eugene is gonna yeah. like get some revenge. Finally, I do hope next season... I really thought this season we were going to see some Eugene, and we didn't see a lot of him. Hoping next season. Oh,
2: next season should be some stuff from the book that was hysterical that involves Eugene. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, jumping back
1: a yeah. little bit, uh, Santa Killers gets his gun back and threatens Satan and finds out exactly what happened with the crows in his daughter's eyes. Uh, turns out that these crows ate his daughter's eyes out while she was still alive. Uh, and that was God's idea, but... Sandra Killers kills Satan anyway. Shoots right yeah, through uh, the head with a bunch of bats. That's awesome. I was that was very cool. Head. Real messed up. Did you notice this is a very quick shot? But he starts to turn into his angelic, normal, humor-ish form yeah. right before we cut away from him. Which oh, I did
0: not notice. Very that. cool. Very subtle. Yes. Wow. And then we uh, Hitler sits in the big chair and he takes over hell.
2: Oh. Yeah. Gets his plum cake finally. Ah, what a dream! Yeah, we'll see. I mean, she doesn't have eyes. How is she going to know what plum cakes? You yeah, know? Uh, I don't know. I think yeah. she could work it. This out This
0: is a handful of crackers, you idiot! Yeah. <laughs> this isn't my precious plum cake. Yeah, uh,
1: I I'm glad. Uh, I weirdly glad they're keeping Hitler around, but I, I'm more glad that he is running hell than he's creating a new SS on Earth, which I, was yeah that stresses that stresses you. Yeah, out. It stresses as a Jew, it stresses me. I, I,
0: it's I, a fictional I, television show. Yeah, but <laughs> as a Jew. Uh, you know, hey, read a newspaper. Do you think he's going to be fine in hell? For <laughs> I'd like, rather have paper? him in hell.
2: I, I was disappointed because I thought I liked Satan as a character. I think, and the actor who plays him is amazing. Oh, you think Satan's cool? No, I'm saying the character. Oh, in the okay, show interesting. Is more I heard fun I like Satan than Hitler being Satan. So I was a little disappointed that Satan's running things. It's scarier. I thought that, that Hitler cool. is running things. Yeah, instead of Satan. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, he
0: couldn't, Hitler couldn't even run the subway sandwich shop.
2: Oh, he was running it really well, actually.
0: No, he wasn't. He wasn't even running it. He was just working the counter. Yeah, but he was the only one working. Yeah. I know you're always backing Subway. (laughs) (laughs) So let's jump back and do Jesse's
1: storyline. This is actually pretty straightforward, even though it took up a good chunk of the episode. Uh, So first he has Genesis back. So she walks into the house, confronts TC, um, uses his power, shows it off to TC. I was very happy that,
2: he didn't kill TC, like he ch- yeah. got, you know, like got shot in the foot instead of like the head or something. Yeah, so
1: he uh, tells him to shoot himself in the foot, which he does. Uh, and then he goes after Grandma, but first he runs into Jody. And yeah. Jody is like, oh, you're going to use your power on me? And he's like, nope, we're going to the tombs. We're going to settle this. Wow. And they go down to the tombs and proceed to have a knockdown dragout <sighs> fight. This has been teased all season.
0: Yeah, we had a early in the second episode, I think, there's a great fight between them, and Jody clearly defeats it. Yeah. And so what did you think Jesse. about this
2: one, Pete? This was phenomenal. I mean, there were so many gross, unbelievable shots. Uh, it was so cool. The nail in the board. The like, two-by-four with uh, a nail in it to the head was yeah, uh, great, it, yeah. It was uh, so gruesome. And he pulls it out and goes, that was new, yeah. which I thought was cool. And yeah. then uh, eventually Jesse just, like, smashing.
1: Well, ultimately he admits, as we had teased before, that he killed Jesse's dad. And Jesse gets his Hulk strength and just absolutely decimates him, smashes his head. We think he's dead. He tells TC to go get some gas. Gasoline, as TC is gone, Jody stands back up, says, I'm proud of you, son, and then dies. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Then they get the gasoline, they pour it all over Jody. TC says he's surprised that Jesse is not killing him. And he says, listen, I don't hate you that much, so I'm not going to kill you. But TC has nothing else. He knows he's going to destroy Angelville. And so he just stands there and burns along with Jody. Wow. Very sad. Yeah. Did you
2: do that for me, Pete? No way, man after Justin bashed in my head yeah we got a fight coming (laughs) oh man Uh, it's gonna be big yeah I mean that's it was it was a very powerful cool moment that DC had Uh, but yeah man you know no offense but I got more going on than than he had going on fair enough yeah I know he
0: was just fucking animals
2: yeah and you're way busier than that
0: Yeah, yeah, you have
1: that and another thing. <laughs> you can yeah, yeah, side have and other <laughs> stuff. Yeah,
2: side yeah. hustle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, cool. Then he goes after Grandma, and we get the final confrontation between them. Not quite, because there's a later confrontation. Uh, but So he goes in to confront Grandma, and he immediately tells her, To get rid of the deal Which bursts into flames And to free Tulip And she throws up her fingernails Surprising that they've been sitting In her stomach so long Great control of her esophagus Amazing, amazing Uh, But it is what it is Uh, And then he threatens her And uh, basically they verbally parry Back and forth He says he's done He says he's going to kill her He's thought about how he's going to do it And then she reveals her trump card Which is that she made a deal with Satan That when Jesse dies He's gonna go to hell now, if, if he kills her If yeah. he kills her Yeah So you had some questions About that deal though right? How do Just- you
0: make a deal For someone else's soul That's not how Deals with the devil work
2: Oh yeah You're pretty I've made multiple deals
0: With the devil, devil And I'm totally fine Yeah and- you're always down By those crossroads Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Exactly
2: I'm, surp- I'm surprised You're not better At guitar though
0: uh, Yeah You think <laughs> Guitar yeah. Not fiddle You don't no. think I'd do fiddle I uh, bet you do A good fiddle <laughs> Devil, I want to really crush uh, this Dave Matthews (laughs) band song on my guitar.
1: (laughs) Crash into me.
0: Oh wow uh, Yeah it seemed like a
1: That's a dodgy deal Yes it is a dodgy deal But you know She has a good relationship With Satan
0: So yeah. Yeah, I guess he's willing To stretch
1: uh, And Jesse gets super angry uh, But what he ends up Having her do Is take the hundreds Of souls That were stolen From Osaka A couple of episodes back That were for Grandma So she could live For at least Another hundred years uh, And he makes her Throw them into the fire Great scene Yeah, yeah. He drives out He feels very unsettled About it His younger self is sitting in the truck with him and is like, yeah, that doesn't really feel like much of a conclusion. He drives back, straps her to the machine that sucks out souls. She says, you're going to go to hell, and he says, yeah, maybe later, and proceeds to turn her into a desiccated husk. That feels
2: pretty satisfied. Uh, I was more satisfied. I'm really glad that they went back and changed that ending. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, uh,
1: And then he goes out, meets Tulip They drive off to go re- uh, rescue Cassidy As we mentioned And then we go over to Masada Which is the stronghold of the Grail Where they have Cassidy being held In a deep, deep well Top of that well certainly looks like an angel of some sort Is yeah. being
0: held there Interesting.
1: And then Hairstar is looking out He's waiting for Jesse He has set a trap for him uh, Hoover is there Wearing a ridiculous uh, Umbrella, rainbow umbrella um, yeah, uh, reveals that he actually is a vampire. Hairstar knocks off his hat. Hoover explodes. Featherstone comes out, says, "Hey, what's going on here?" And he's like, "Oh, Hoover's gone. We're going to need another whatever that we need is." Another Hoover, yes. Uh, and Hairstar reveals that he's not waiting to turn Cassie into a his messiah at this point. He yes, just wants to, to torture him and kill him. He is done playing
0: chess. Chess. chess
1: he's ready to play some fucking, fucking checkers. checkers great what line. a great line
0: using their one fuck a season yeah <laughs> there you go and uh then they zoom out revealing that the grail is like uh, has their army mm-hmm. ready to march i would a great way for the
2: season to end I like, yes uh, oh so my god cool.
1: such a cliffhanger too uh now for those of you listening i also there was yeah. a
2: bit about a new killer coming into play which is going to be a big part if we do go, oh, right? Season. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah,
1: and that is a question mark right now. They haven't officially announced whether there's going to be a fourth season of Preacher, but at the same time, I looked back because I was curious about this. And season two ended around end of Augustish, about the same time. But Seth Rogen didn't announce the third season until about October on his Twitter feed. So my suspicion. Even though the ratings have not been great for the season, I don't think AMC wants to be out of the Seth Rogen business anytime yeah. soon. So I, I feel pretty confident about fourth season. How I'll are you guys feeling?
0: Yeah, me too. I feel like they'll get one more to wrap. This feels like the epic big battle uh, that'll really close it out. Yeah,
1: there's actually a lot more of the graphic novel they would need to do, potentially. Definitely, like, yeah. there's there's a lot to go. Of it. But I agree with you. I think... I think we're heading towards they've built it up as this confrontation with the Grail. The Allfather has been taken off the board much earlier than in the book. Yeah. Um, so Hairstar is the big bad at this point. I think we're going to see a lot of the stuff that we do get of the book, certain flashbacks, perhaps to certain characters pasts, um, And I think they're going to pepper that throughout the season. We'll get one more and then
2: probably be done. Well, oh, man, yeah. What did you think about the season, Pete? Oh, fantastic! Absolutely, just gory and violent in all the best magical ways. I mean, what more do you want out of a TV show? It's just, it's just, it's hilarious. It's creative. It's violent. I mean, it's just beautiful. <laughs> All the things you like. Yeah. Laugh. How about you, Justin? How'd you feel about this season?
0: I liked it a lot. I feel like they were able to pack so much into the season and really leave it in a place, setting us up, um, setting us up in maybe the the best way they've done out of any of the seasons. I feel like,
1: yeah, I, I was a little iffy about it, I think throughout the season, but I like where it ended up. I like how they wrap the plot lines up. Um, as you said, the action is like nothing else on TV. It's absolutely insane. Um, they've had some ridiculous set pieces throughout the season and ultimately, yeah, they left it in a really good place to end up season four. So hopefully we will see you there. If not, or regardless, thank you guys so much for listening over the course of season. Thank Thanks. Men. We really appreciate it. If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the Pit Loft in New York. That's totally free. Please come on by. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Follow us on Facebook so you did get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live
0: show. Follow us on Twitter at comic book live. We also
1: have a dedicated preacher, Twitter at men preacher. And check out comic book club live for the podcast and more. And we'll see you sometime if they
0: don't do another season we can just finally start our religion oh man praise drugs oh yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> Pray, praise pete's drugs and obviously we worship some hot alex on alex action <laughs> <laughs> man i shit myself oh, wow You said ship ship okay good oh <laughs>